the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back as we head into hour two of our daily three-hour tour. Pleasure to bring back Representative David Schweikert. Congressman Schweikert represents Arizona's first congressional district. Merry Christmas to you, David Schweikert, and Happy New Year, sir. And a blessed one to you. I have an easy or a seemingly easy question for you and a yeah, hard okay. one. Are you setting me up again? No. No. <laughs> well, the hard, Well, I'm warning you. The hard one is All coming. Right. Let me start with the easy one. It kind of pulls at the heartstrings. And I've always wanted to ask you this. You have a post up on Twitter about warning that sugar substitute known as xylitol can be extremely toxic to our pets. And oh. there's a story of one. And you have this My Paws Off Act, which would help with that. And you have always been known to have a um, soft soft spot and a large, big heart for animals, particularly dogs. Where did that come from? That's the easy question. Yeah, I'm right um, about that, aren't I? You you have a big yeah, reputation yeah. on that. And, yeah. and, and, you know, being someone who's also adopted older dogs, yeah. and, you know, I, I – and in some ways I'm stealing this from Newt Gingrich. So, okay. you know, he used to have this comment that one of the ways you judge a society – is actually how it treats um, its animals. Interesting. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's like I, I right now have a ginormous coon hound, a pound dog that just loves to, will protect the girls, the babies. Um, so if I, if I use my loud voice at Olivia, um, this dog goes in between <laughs> the two of us, so I know who's actually running the house. <laughs> Um, you know, and, um, you know, we have a small problem of, you know, we, because we live on the edge of the desert, you you know, know, cats become a problem, even though we love them. So, you know, I mean, it's just part of life. But you've been at it a long time. I mean, even from the state legislature days, right? Well, yeah. And remember, I'm someone who, our office, we actually have the policy of babies and dogs anytime. Yeah, we have that here. We have that here. So bring Matthew. And bring I'm gonna, I promise next Wednesday okay. I'm coming in studio right. with Matthew. Was going to come today, but Olivia, we needed to pick up a couple soccer supplies. Okay. So. All right. All right. So I did have a, a, a one-off for you. And okay. you're the first and then I'm going to give you a hard question. You give me your one-off. Go ahead. Okay. Um, you know how – and you get fussed at a bit saying, hey, you had Schweiker on, but he keeps talking about debt and deficits. Um, we've been tracking and trying to get some of the numbers to balance. Yes, sir. And there's something wrong. There's, uh, and I'm hoping I, we have a mistake in our math. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to borrow about 1.66 trillion in the entire 2024 fiscal year. Yeah. Remember, the fiscal year began yeah. October 1st. Right. We think we're going to hit that number or surpass the number in the first six months. Hmm. There's something horribly wrong going. And and I don't because the economy is actually decent. It's not great, but it's decent. 
um, it gives you a sense of the impact of the higher interest rates yeah. and just still the incredible amount of spending mm-hmm. that's going out the door from a couple of years ago when the Democrats controlled everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of spending they passed is continuing to roll out the door. Let me ask you a question on that, because I kind of see this as a seesaw. Maybe you don't, but I kind of have about spending on the one hand and the difficulty in uh, reducing or controlling or getting a handle on it, managing it. I don't know what the right word is. And then the other side of potential of growth. And what's easier to get a handle on? Are we are we able to get pro-growth policies easier than we are to reduce spending? Um, well, but, go but, ahead. But, yeah, you, you get the yeah, nature of what I'm Yeah, where going to go is that the, particularly the Democrats have built a philosophy that they gain a lot more love by handing someone a check. Yeah. So if you're a business if you're a corporation, these things. Remember, there was a time, you know, Republicans are big business. Yeah, Not anymore. Right, right. It's, it's been Democrats the last few years. And they're handing out money. When you do something through competitive policy, whether it be through regulation or cleaning up the tax system or international taxes, companies have to fight. They have to work faster, better, more productive. They have to create innovations. Mm-hmm. Um, that's better for growth in the economy. Mm-hmm. But they don't show up and write you a political check because they had to go and knife each other and innovate and do those things, which is how a market economy is supposed to work. And um, Democrats finally figured out saying, hey, if we just hand out cash, we get these, you know, we get the CEOs that years ago would only give to Republicans. And and, and too many Republicans, unfortunately, too, though, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's the number of Republicans that are into sort of this. Um, corporate welfare model yeah. are actually pretty small. Okay, good. Um, so, so that, but this may actually be one of the reasons receipts, tax collections aren't coming in where they, because you're not getting the productivity. You have a tremendous amount of money being handed out, and yet it's not coming back because um, productivity did is not spiking yeah. the way it did after we did the tax reform. Yeah. Well, that is an a good warning point, actually, uh, because that stuff expires pretty soon if we're not paying attention or have the majority yep. and the numbers to deal with that. People don't realize that that is a tsunami headed our way, right? I think 2025. Oh, yeah. And um, it, it, we're getting into ourselves into a really difficult position because some parts of the tax reform that we can we know from the data were remarkably good in promoting economic growth and the growth of wages without inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we keep talking about things that Democrats actually say they agree upon, you know, research and development, immediate expensing. Now, understand, that's not a tax giveaway. That's just moving up the amortization table. You still get to amortize it. It's just, you, it's a timing effect. Mm-hmm. Um, expensing is a timing effect. Mm-hmm. Um, Democrats will not agree to that without stunning amounts of new social spending. Is that because they won't agree to anything without new social spending? Well, it's look, they have to deal with their progressive caucus, um, and that's the cost of admission for them. Okay. All right. And what's amusing is I get these businesses that come in and scream at me, you know, how much trouble they're in. They're having to borrow the money for their research and development, what it's costing them. And then you look up and say, but, your executives 
all wrote checks to the very yeah. Democrats who are refusing to help us um, fix, you know, update this. By the way, is the Progressive Caucus or those that would uh, influence public policy prog- through progressive uh, measures and ideology, is that growing in the Democratic Party? Is it on the incline or is it on the decline? It's certainly been oh, it's on been, the it's, incline. It's been, it's been on the increase for, for years. Yeah. I mean, um, I think actually even two of our Democrats here in Arizona yes. are members. Yes, at least. Um, yes. And... But but it's also now you see much of the things that you almost can only refer to as almost anti-Semitic mm-hmm. um, circulating. And I think every member of the Congress that you hear say some pretty appalling things is also a member of that progressive Congress. Yeah, I think you're right as well. I mean, socialism is as socialism does. It's a whole it's a whole it's it's a whole life <laughs> ideology. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's everything. Right, you had yeah. One more tough question you wanted. Well, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Um the tough question is this cuz I was kind of reviewing the news of the year and where we're at. I see the president's on vacation, his secretary of state's in Mexico, the border crisis, uh, as, as, as poignant as it is, Middle East, Russia, China, uh, drug overdose, uh, homelessness. Are we going to be OK? That's my big question. Are we going to be OK, David? Let me throw one more in at you. Let me give you yeah. one more. New poll, right, just, new poll just out. 20 percent of 18 to 29-year-olds support and like bin Laden, approve of bin Laden, Osama bin Laden. You just yeah, out ten percent. That's double from two months ago. Yes. Well, um, I, I I would like to see how the poll was questioned because I'm actually uh, spe- being someone who speaks at a lot of high schools. Um, I'm actually incredibly optimistic for some of the younger, some of their older siblings, and eh, we may have lost. Um, look. I, I got to take a mess. break. Do you want to stay? Do you want to? You want to take? Yeah, a, okay. No, no, All right. Yeah. Good. It's a big yeah, question, but it's, but and it's a genuine answer. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. We'll we'll uh, unpack it together. Let me take a quick commercial break. David Schweikert is our guest. He represents Arizona's first congressional district, and he and I will be right back on the question of Are we going to be okay? Good time to ask that question at the end of the year. You know, January is coming, and uh, January is named after uh, the Roman god Janus. Who did what, young David? He looked forward and he looked backwards, right? Yes, forward Two and backwards. sides of the same coin. Yep. We'll be right back with David Schweiker. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. Congressman David Schweiker is my guest. He represents Arizona's first congressional district. And I gave him what I thought was a heavy question, a heavy lift, uh, something I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is Simply this, are we going to be okay? You look at all the indicia, all the numbers, all the stories, all the events, and, you know, it feels like we're at a perilous time, David. Anyway, you were you no. were about to answer before commerce no, took we over. are at a perilous time, but, okay. you know, we're also blessed to be American, mm-hmm. and um, we've gone through many, many cycles in our country where we walk right up to the edge. And the public basically says, okay, enough of this. Um, My fear here is this is the first time we've gone through something like this where our demographics are the way it is. Okay. Um, You know, we we are much older as a society. We have to deal with reality. Current math with fertility rates in like 18 years, we have more deaths than births. Okay. Um, So... Parts of what we have to deal with culturally are also going to be battling up against 
what we have to do financially. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest hurdle I actually believe we have right now is the knowledge of the public on what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will get up in front of audiences and I bring my little slideshow, well, actually a big slideshow, mm-hmm. um, walking through what's happening, you know, in just the financing of healthcare, the financing of these things and just how upside down we are. We, I mean, we're, we're borrowing, you know, $7 trillion, or excuse me, $7 billion a day right now. Mm-hmm. Um, $81,000 a second. And, but that's not what they're hearing on the news. Right. That's not what they're watching on cable television because it's difficult. But I will argue that much of the reason you see Congress focus on other things or avoid other things is because it would mean having to deal with how difficult it is telling people there's no more money mm-hmm. or that we have to do things dramatically different. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are there, there's ways to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be hard. I wonder if it's two it's two things, and I think you're saying one of the two, and maybe you agree with both or disagree, whatever you want. One of them is we've never really had to pay the price for that, right? It's hard to explain eighty one thousand. Did you say eighty one thousand a second? Yep, eighty one thousand a second. It's hard to explain that when no one really feels it, or at least doesn't feel it and connect the dots directly. They don't feel it in when they have to pay a higher mortgage or higher car insurance rates. Have you seen car insurance rates, David? Oh, my God. Um, maybe maybe that's part of it. They haven't connected the dots because they haven't gotten well, the full Well, and bill. it's hard to have this conversation saying, you know, we're consuming things today yeah. for a future to pay for. Right. And we used to talk about our grandkids Mm -hmm. and then we started talking about our kids. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is the numbers are moving so fast. We're talking about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, you know, um, in what is it? Eight, nine years. Um, or nine years. So security trust fund runs out of money and the math says a 25% cut. So, you know, that's what? 16, $17,000 per average couple in America. Um, you, we will double senior poverty. Now, we've always been able to avoid having to deal with these things. Could just borrow a little bit more. Someone's willing to buy the debt, mm-hmm. but you're going to hit these walls, and they're coming very fast. And every day you wait, the options you have become more and more. Of uh, the only way you thing you can do is massive increases in taxes. And I've done a series of presentations out there on there on YouTube and on the floor of the house that show you can't actually raise taxes high enough. Mm-hmm. There's not enough right. capacity. There's not enough rich people to actually cover e- e- even a, a substantial portion of the amount of, of borrowing we're doing. And I do that in front of liberal groups, and they just stare at you like that can't be so. Just and you walk them through math even from liberal groups and they just stare at you my favorite one is when we get some of the retirement groups in and it's like no one actually bothered to tell them how fast the social security trust fund was burning i wonder if that same explanation you gave works across the other issues in a sense you said we kind of walk up to the edge and then we kind of after all the experiments, we kind of retract and, 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 and come but back to our senses. Come, but when it comes to finances, yeah. 
um, time is is on your side. Mm-hmm. When you lose time, you lose options. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I, I, I did a presentation just before we went on, you know, came home for Christmas on things that were positive, mm-hmm. uh, a fentanyl vaccine, mm-hmm. um, a new breast cancer vaccine. We look like we've cured sickle cell anemia. Um, there's some really amazing things happening. Um, you know, there is a, a possibility that obesity with a number of, you know, inputs could be substantially something of the past, um, which right there is almost half of healthcare costs. Um, there are incredibly positive things, but people we elect, are they bold enough to take on the groups that are going to yell at you or get upset because you're screwing up their business model? Um, remember, one of my rules is it's almost always actually about the money. And you think, or at least you have evidence to say that you think the kids are okay? Um, Based on your tours. It, it, it's, I, it, last week I spoke at Chaparral High School, just a regular old government class. Um, the kids were remarkable. Mm-hmm. No, no, I accept that's a, that's one of the better high schools. It's it's a um, higher income um, area, um, but and and maybe it's my congressional district. I'm blessed, but I think we hold the national record mm-hmm. for the most kids making it to the Air Force and Naval and um, um, West Point, you know, uh, and wanting to do it. Um, you meet these kids, you feel the incredible amount of hope. Um, they're also, I find young people aren't as, as necessarily conned by the fake stuff that's on social media. What breaks my heart is when I get adults sending me things, I saw this on my Facebook page, how can this, you know, and then you do some research and you say that's from a Russian bot or a Chinese you know, um, uh, trolling operation. Um, if we could do anything great for America, one of the things we could all do is be more skeptical. If it comes in on your phone or you see it on your computer, be a little more skeptical of what the real source was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I've been singing that song all day long. I know there's a lot of misinformation out there, and you are empowered to do We've your own homework. You just got to do it. Now. You got to do it. With, with the new chatbot AIs, mm-hmm. it, it's now industrialized. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well put. All right. All the more reason to do your own homework. All right, David. Listen, um, Happy New Year, and yeah, uh, we'll see you in person you next, next week. week. Yeah, you can bring the dogs, too, by the way. We're dog-friendly. No, no. I, I trust me. Handling an 18-month-old is enough. Okay. All right. God bless you, sir. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Our 960 Patriot Broadcast Studio is brought to you by the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group, your trusted source for precious metals. Midas Gold Group has um, been known by thousands of you. You've uh, trusted the veterans at Midas Gold Group because they've been around and they've been fighting for your financial freedom and privacy for years. They're the only precious metal dealer, Seb Gorka, and I trust as well. Give them a call at 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Or check them out online at MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Young David, do you do New Year's resolutions? 
Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, let's just say the only New Year's resolutions I do are the ones that I win. <laughs> the ones that you win? Like yes. what? Um, like you're gonna, I, I don't know, like lose weight. Promise to and, shave your uh, face every day or something? Oh, my goodness. You don't like the beard? Well, no. If we're I'm, being honest. I'm doing well. You're I'm doing, doing well. well. I had a good weekend right. in Vegas. All right. We're you're up. Lo- I'm bringing you down here. All right. We're, we are Sorry. up on our money. Okay. In fact, um, Southwest lost my luggage. Uh-huh. Southwest they, lost my luggage. Would you believe that? And they paid you for it? Well, sort of, yes. They said, you, you probably ought to go out and get some clothing. So eventually they found it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I received some new wardrobe items thanks to Southwest. So okay. we can appreciate them for that. They were very generous with their uh, <coughs> compensation. All right. Very yes. nice. Very nice. Not a great year for Southwest, Not eh? a great year for Southwest. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Because of David's. People like David. Because of me. Scamming them. Scamming having, them. Well, having them pay you money this for luggage. This scam. You got your luggage Eventually. back. Eventually. Talk about blaming the victim. Should I have yeah. just walked around <laughs> Las Vegas naked? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes not to have that happen, I'm for. <laughs> Whatever it takes. All right. The reason I brought in that voice you hear is Mr. Bill is this is an interesting question. So if you tune in to the Adam Carolla podcast or the Dr. Drew Adam Carolla podcast, two different ones, they are obsessed with the 1970s TV show Love Boat. Every episode is a discussion, not all exclusively about Love Boat, but every you will find a discussion about Love Boat in almost every podcast that they're doing. They work it in a lot. They work it in a lot. So they're like watching every single one of these Episodes circa 1977 to 19 whatever, 81, 82. I went into the – yeah, that went into the 80s. <laughs> and, 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 and the point is what, Bill, that he has the th- – what's his theory that you can – Adam believes that it was such a perfect encapsulation of the culture at the time. Of the late 70s? Right. Okay. So it would be interesting to come up with the shows today or a decade ago or a decade before that that do the same thing. Ooh. Yeah. We this thought is exciting. that. Yeah. I <laughs> thought it was. I thought it was an interesting topic. What show from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I guess we have the 70s by definition, and aughts explain the culture and will in years to come? Do you have, a, do you have any early nominees, young David? We can throw oh, it open gosh. to the audience. Well, for the 50s. Yeah, the that's temptation. that would be your expect. That would be your. Expertise. Well, we're going to start there because that's when television started. Oh, okay. The temptation is to say I love Lucy, but I don't think that encapsulated the culture. I okay. think maybe you're going to want to say like Father Knows Best. You, you or don't. Like you don't that. think a housewife married to a Cuban entertainer <laughs> explains exactly. the culture for the vast Not majority? Exactly. Doesn't know someone like that. <laughs> okay. Sixties. Um, <laughs> I want to say maybe like Dick Van Dyke show. You know, just a very American. I mean, I could go like Star Trek, but that's not the culture. You know, that's no, certainly not. That's looking at the future. Yes, you want something of the era. Yeah, just the same way. How I many people say could Bonanza. relate with a group of TV writers, though? Comedy writers. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, maybe the home life, and yeah, the early you know, '60s. That it's perfect for the. It was I like '61 that, to '64. Like, I, I dream- can't say that a cowboy show like Bonanza. No, is, but maybe is I dream of Genie because the, the space and the New Frontier kind yeah. of blends it all together. Yeah, it could be sure. Could be a good one. You know, yeah. it's the New Frontier. It takes in the Star Trek or what Star Trek would become. Mm-hmm. 
you have a little the bit of, of the future. The military, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, 80s, I almost want to say Dallas or Magnum P.I. I don't know about 90s. Do you have a night? Do you have any nominations for the 90s? Party of Five, something like that. Friends, Seinfeld, Seinfeld. Well, Seinfeld. I, I obviously the 90s is Seinfeld. What, Bill? I sure don't like it, but Murphy Brown. It was telling uh, you how it's going to be yeah. and acting yeah. like this is representative yeah. of the population. Dan Quayle, you know, shows about, about TV it, shows. These happens. are all shows about TV shows. Dick hmm. Van Dyke. I mean, all of them. Interesting. Okay. We'll maybe be, we got family ties for the 80s. We got to take a break. Yeah, Family Ties is showing. Eighties was a good decade for yes. TV. Maybe it was the golden age of TV. Where the nineteen eighties. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, we have. Um, by the way, that version is better than the usual one, isn't it? That we have. Use that version. That's a better version. Okay. Yeah, Paul Williams wrote Why? that. Why? Because it has more trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> It's also it. clearer. Paul Williams wrote that. You know that, right? No. Yeah. I, I probably did it. All right. Point. Here, Are you familiar with the myth of Icarus? Who flew too close to the sun? Yeah. We have, we have a case of that here. Just a little case of that. Because we have our dedicated, wonderful listener, Steve, who was proposing some shows during the break here that um, – would represent the era. Oh, okay. And he was on a pretty good run. Until? He gave us Leave It to Beaver, Ozzy and Harriet, Father Knows Best. Yeah, I was going to say Father Knows Best. Those, yeah. those are pretty good. Yeah. And then the wings started to melt as he got closer and closer to the sun because he comes out with Little House on the Prairie, which is a great show if you want to understand the 1800s. It doesn't tell you anything about its era. Or the Waltons, as he, or the Twilight Zone? No, no, yeah. those wings melted after no. Father knows yeah. best. Steve, good stuff. Leave them on a high note, yeah. but not so high that your wings melt. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, no, 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 it's, no, no. It, it it's like it aspires to what we wanted in the seventies, but never got. Like oh those, you know, God. happy family, happy smiles. Nope, never got it. Nope. Instead, we got gas lines and disco music. Okay. All right. I was going to make – oh, yeah. This is good. <laughs> we have to do this. Grabian, uh, which is a news collection website you can subscribe to or some people subscribe to, I guess, uh, did its um, 10 most mortifying media moments of 2013. Oh, we did have some other nominations from another dear friend uh, of the show's. Um, the Cosby Show. You said Family Ties. We got two votes for Family Ties. Growing Pains. I think Family Ties really shows uh, the cosmopolitan the family yeah. of the 80s yeah. and the young right. conservative generation. Right. PBS and Reagan at the same time. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Because the parents worked for PBS or NPR or something like that. The right? parents were 70s hippie liberals. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Alex P. was... Uh, Alex P. Keaton was yeah, with his Nixon lunchbox. Reaganite, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. I yeah. Two people said Golden Girls. I don't want that to be. I no. I knew it would happen. I knew that nomination would come in. But again, it's not representative of the decade. It's representative of three women who live together. 
where I think the oldest was younger than both of them. I'm not sure. I think it's still Kenny was younger than than uh, who was. What was? Uh, yeah, Maud. I can't. I'm blanking on her name. Yeah, B. Arthur. Right. Thank you. And Rue McClanahan. Um, Steve is now arguing the point. He has no wings. You can't argue without wings, Steve. I'm missing the real meaning of these shows. No, no, nay, nay. You're missing the real decade of those shows. <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be an ongoing fight. Grabian is a news service. You can, they did the 10 most mortifying media moments of 2023. I love stuff like this. Um, let's, let's get a little of this, shall we? Congressman Bowman did not realize he would trigger a building alarm as he was rushing to make an urgent vote. The congressman regrets any um, confusion, just to clarify some things. We all know that Hamas... All right, so MSNBC, just to clarify, he did not know he would trigger a fire alarm by pulling the fire alarm. Okay, all right, we got that. This is this is good. Here is uh, Sonny Hostin on The View. Hamas has been designated... Get it right from the beginning. regrets any... Um, confusion, just to clarify some things. We all know that Hamas has been designated uh, a terror organization, just like many other terror organizations have had this designation, like the Proud Boys here in the United States. Oh, Hamas and the, the Proud Boys are not a designated terrorist organization in the United States. Hamas and the Proud Boys are a little bit different, Sonny. They have been designated a terrorist organization, just like other terrorist organizations have been designated terrorist organizations. This is what people are getting paid seven figures for. This is the wisdom that is being generated. And we wonder why the kids aren't okay. Because the adults aren't okay. No children problems without adult problems. Black people being killed to them, to politicians like Ron DeSantis, to politicians like Cameron in Kentucky. Black people being killed is just the cost of doing American business. Ron DeSantis is killing black people. That's MSNBC. Yeah, that's uh, this is this is the media. Um, here you go. This is good. This is really the left good. full of somber support. I think really this should be a somber moment. It's a sad day for America. No, I think it's sad. It's sad. It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. It's just really sad. Sadness. I, I think it is a serious night. By the way, we're talking about Trump's indictment. OK, everyone got the memo. We say it's a sad moment. And a somber moment for our country. So this is a really sad moment. Nine. About Joe Biden it falling. To me right away, and they later confirmed it that there was um, a sandbag there. It was a windy day. It was holding down the, the teleprompter stands, and clearly not well placed. He tripped over a, you know, I guess there was like a sandbag. Yeah. On and Twitter and the writer going crazy. I, I tripped in my own house. I mean, it's not easy. Same, same. So, so what do you think it is about Joe Biden? Is it is he so enraging to the right because he is so normal? I fell uh, in the hallway because I was wearing high heels and walking um, too fast. He got up a lot faster than I did. I triple. I also. <laughs> I, I, it's painful to watch people trip. On oh, it's the worst. And in public. Are you kidding? It is the worst. And presidents do fall. They do. They trip and fall. He kept the American economy from falling. I mean, the president could do full handstands on the economy. It's just a fact. The numbers support that, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever. Well, I mean, there are some people who are extre- at their best in their 80s. My mom was using a chainsaw and doing her best work in her 80s. Nancy Pelosi without chainsaw. By the way, I could be wrong about this, but the oldest president before Biden would have been Reagan. And I don't remember in eight years a trip. 
I can't remember one. Can you? I can't. If I'm wrong, I'm happy to take the correction. No, but I remember Reagan using a chainsaw. And I remember him. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yes. Yes, he did, didn't he? All right. This is uh, Biden is a war hero. Air raid sirens and no real guarantee of security. As air raid sirens blare. This was incredibly dramatic, Andrea. It was historic as well. Historic. Timely. Biden and uh, American presidents have made dramatic trips before. Nixon to China, Kennedy, Reagan to the Berlin Wall, and presidents have visited U.S. troops in war zones, but never like this. To find a, a day of this kind of presidential bravery in a war zone, you've got to go all the way back to 1864. Seeing the American president there. You know what this is? This is emetic. Emetic. That's the word I want. Vomitous. That's what the, this is your media. I, I could go on and on. Maybe we'll do some more. We'll be right back. <laughs> Harper Valley PTA. <laughs> it's actually a good song. It tells a story. Yes, it was a TV series starring the lovely Barbara Eden, who I think is still with us, if I'm not mistaken. And I think possibly from Tucson. Is that at all possible? Could I be right about that, young David? Could you check? What, could what you am I looking at? Is Barbara Eden still with us? And is she from Tucson? For some reason, I thought maybe. Maybe she was, but um, that uh, that song originally yes, by Gene from C. Tucson, Riley. ninety-two years old. She is with us, and she is yes, from Tucson. From Tucson, Tucson so punch- come from Tucson. Tucson punches above its weight, doesn't it? Oh. It gave us Linda Ronstadt. Who else did it give us? Well, uh. <laughs> not, not not too bad things to give. Not too bad things to export to the rest of the country. Um, okay, Harper Valley PTA. I wanted to do some more of this, uh, the news stories, the news media um, covering. So they were covering Joe Biden's heroism for going to Ukraine. What else we got here? Let's see. Walking the streets of Kiev while air raid sirens literally sounded in that moment about possible incoming fire from Russia. With his aviators on to walk through in broad daylight. Yeah, his aviators on. The swagger of this trip. Swagger. Israel bombed a hospital. Remember that? The government in Gaza says the Israeli Defense Forces uh, struck a hospital in the center of Gaza City. An airstrike hit a Gaza City hospital, killing at least 500 people. Where a hospital was caved in, killing hundreds and stranding an untold number under the concrete. The deadliest Israeli airstrike ever. An Israeli missile struck the hospital. Absolutely horrific loss of life. This is not the first time violence has actually hit what's supposed to be, obviously, a place of healing. Deadly explosion at a hospital in Gaza. Palestinian officials say hundreds were killed and they're blaming Israel. Now Hamas is calling this a genocide. 200 to 300 people uh, believed to be dead at this stage. None of this many examples of, uh, you know, of civilian deaths caused directly by It was an Islamic Jihad rocket that fired into the parking lot of a hospital that maybe 40 to 50 people were killed in, all of them obviously a tragedy. But why the hell is Islamic Jihad firing rockets, first of all? Why is Hamas firing rockets? Why is Hezbollah firing rockets? People are calling for a ceasefire. How about cease firing and releasing hostages? That That would do it. That would do it. But then that would end them. They have no point but war. War is their definition. Jihad is their definition. It's in the name. It's in the name. That is their calling card. All right. Uh, John Shattuck. We're going to have a 
deep conversation with John. I've underlined some stuff from a book his daddy wrote I want to go over with him. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.